So he wants to be called a Jew. I'll call him a Jew. I'm fine. Can she act? Who gives a fuck? I bet your wife. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> you took away his emotional support, chicken. Welcome to Unethical Podcast. I ordered at the vending something? machine like earlier. It's been sitting on my desk staring at me, and I'm like, God damn, I have to eat it. I'll be thinking <laughs> about it the entire time we record. My level's good here, though. It sounds all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sound great. Sick. You look good, too. Uh, you look great, actually. Doing my best. That's how you usually look, so I can't really make an objective decision. <laughs> how, how was Vegas? Vegas was good. Vegas was good. Um, I I wasn't looking forward to going down there. It was just like, because I was kind of doing a little bit more of the production side of things than uh, the stand up side. So going around, you know, going being around a bunch of comedians that are all performing on it and doing a little bit more of the business side. It's kind of like you don't want to be seen as a suit. But then I got, I got, I did go up and and smash a couple shows, and no one. Uh, you know, no one was looking at me like I'm an industry dude. <laughs> but you are. That's good. I do. I do everything. It's uh, behind. You know, you kind of have to do a lot. Wear many hats to be successful in comedy, especially in Canada. For okay. Sure. Just okay. isn't as much runway. It's like it's like podcasting. We do like everything, right? Like it's not. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but we're but not you... successful. Oh, shut up, Celeste. You will be. You will be. With Richard on our side? Buddy. Well, you look at like like Louis Gomez from Legion of Skanks, and he's a stand-up, but, you know, all of his uh, his biggest success is podcasting and uh, the podcast network that he runs, the festival. It's a, You got to be kind of uh, have multiple, you know, lines in the water. For sure. For sure. Um, not, yeah, we, we recorded like, I think... 10 hours with a podcast while I was there. And then I jumped on a couple other podcasts and I got, on, I got onto a show with uh, Louis, Louis uh, Gomez and Aaron Berg, the Fend everyone show. And that was, that was nice. Big theater. That's good. Cool. Cool. Video of it. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you got out to do that. I'm glad you got to come to you today. So uh, yeah. today we're going to talk today. We're going to talk about the hedgehog. Uh, I don't know if Christ. Uh, I don't know if uh, you know who Chris Chan is. Uh, we're not mm. talking about the fucking ripoff Sonichu hedgehog. We're talking about the hey. disgusting Jewish hedgehog with a mustache. That's what we're talking about today. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had to throw Jewish in there, eh? That... <laughs> he, he loves to throw it around. He oh, loves yeah, to he's, throw in the Jew. He's, he's like, I'm about. a Jew. Yeah. So he wants to be called a Jew. I'll call him. That was weird. That was weird, Richard. The way that you immediately were like, "I'm a Jew." Like, I put your hands up. Like, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know you were Jewish. Is that how you're used to honest. seeing them from the other side of your fucking SS issued rifle? <laughs> I'm a Jew. Yeah. No, I'm. 
I'm I got Nazi blood in me. It's not a big deal. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I I didn't I didn't do anything. My grand my grandpa probably did. I've never heard the stories, but I I'm assuming he did. Well, yeah, do you he, have any yeah. Nazi in you? Not currently. I don't know any Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> only Patreon. Only Patreon knows you wink to that. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm no. I my I don't know where my dad's from because he's adopted. Um, and my mum's um, family's from Spain. So mm. I don't con- conquistadors. They're no, arguably no. worse. Yeah, if you go back far enough, for sure. Mm. Uh, you're not Nazi at all, uh, Tyler? Wow. No, I converted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I got uh, a horrible taste in stolen art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got Tyler today. Uh, Tyler Morrison, comedian, good friend of mine, uh, as our guest today. And I, I put him on the show today. Uh, maybe I should do this first before I say this. Like, Bo, do you know who Ron Jeremy is? I know I know Celeste does. Do you know who Ron Jeremy is? Of course not. Really? This is going to be fantastic. I'm so excited for you. Uh- <laughs> well, I mean, you called him the hedgehog, so it's either he's a prickly dude or it's something to do with his MO. Uh, we'll find out why I got the name the hedgehog in a little bit, but I, he's he's a porn star um, from the 70s, 80s, all the way up to like recently, 2018, I think is his last porn. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. He's a porn star and you're shocked I don't know who he is. I was just thinking that. I was like, if you're looking for people who don't know who Ron Jeremy is, start with the lesbians. Yeah. But I mean, he's so like, (laughs) he's in everything. He's like, yeah, he's pretty mainstream. He's pretty mainstream porn star. He did cross over into that. um, Into lesbian porn, did he? So hang on, filming that camera. (laughs) When you say he's mainstream, do you mean he's mainstream in the porn industry? No, No, like he crossed over into pop culture. So he was on a bunch of like those reality shows. The first ever surreal life reality show that they did with like I think Vanilla Ice was on it. All the you know Gary Coleman bunch of washed up uh child stars and he was involved in that um wait he was a porn star as a child star no 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 <laughs> there's a, but there's a lot of child stars it was all damaged people from hollywood that they put in this reality show i mean you'd have to be really good at porn <laughs> i don't know man based on his reputation they left more damage than they came oh, he's, oh yeah he's got a bad rep now <laughs> now for sure but uh, before the whole shebang we're going to talk about with Ron today, mm-hmm. actually, Tyler did the roast. He was like the roast master for uh, Ron Jeremy's roast. Were you the roast master or just roasting? I thought you were roasting. No, I was, just, I was just roasting. I was uh, one of the performers on it, but I was the head writer for it. So I wrote a bunch of the jokes for all the people that were on it. I wrote uh, a bunch of jokes for Ron. Um, wow. Uh, there's other this people. Is, this Lisa ruined Ann. everything for me. People <laughs> write the jokes at roasts. Roasts are not funny anymore. Oh well, the people that aren't comedians, they have yeah, the celebrities have uh, comics writing them jokes because the when they don't, 
uh, it falls apart. And if you watch the Ron Jeremy roast, you'll understand why they should have done the jokes that the comedians. So all the mean shit that Martha Stewart said to Justin Bieber was a lie. Oh, absolutely. It was a lie. There's like a, no, it wasn't a lie. It was just someone else's joke. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it wasn't her actual joke, but it's written with very specifically within her character. And, and she's going to say yay or nay on what joke she's going to do, that type of thing. Um, and she might have a little bit of creative um, involvement in it, like say, hey, this is kind of what I want to do. And the, the writers will tailor it towards, you know, her voice. But that, yeah, that type of stuff happens on all these roasts. I mean, sometimes it's like a whole team of people just on one, you know, personality, depending on who they are. Oh, shit. Um, really pulling the curtain back on comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I was not, I didn't agree to this. No. Speaking of they, speaking they, of Ron Jeremy, you did not have my consent to pull back this curtain. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't He's know fine. that you, didn't, you guys wouldn't know that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely uh, something that happens. There's even like big that's comedians. That's hilarious. As they get bigger, they, you know, the the supply and demand. Once the, you know, once the supply is shorter than the demand, they have to bring in like writers to work with them and stuff like that. That just happens. There's, I mean, there's legendary comics that have teams of writers. I won't, I won't give up, give up their names. So, but uh, I, I thought this all came off the top of our heads. I thought we, when we did stand up, it was all off the top of our heads. First time we ever thought of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've never written a joke <laughs> in my life. I love comedians well, like I don't write jokes, I write them on stage. Yeah, right. You fucking look, bomb. I know that they I know that comedians have to write jokes when they get on stage, but usually you assume it's from their brain hole. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean most most people would start like that and then like as more the more you get famous, the less time you have to just go to comedy clubs and work out shit. So like Chappelle has writers. There's no way he doesn't. Like Chris Rock has writers, all these guys have writers. Sh- sure. I don't know if Chappelle does. I don't know if Chappelle does. I, I've never heard that. I feel like he doesn't. Okay. I feel like he's one I, of the guys that doesn't. Um, I would explain why he's not funny. <laughs> Hot take. I disagree, but that's okay. Everyone disagrees. He's not funny. I don't get it. I'm going to say that you're wrong, but I'm going to say there's a reason why he's not as funny as he was before, and I think it's because he's put out way too much content um in a short period of time there's specials that he's put out that if he put them out if he gave it a little bit more time and like trim the fat he'd be able to put out like a perfect special but he like put out i don't know like seven hours in the last what five years that's a yeah, lot well, of material like as comedy fans it's like if you know if you're really into stand-up it's like interesting to kind of see um his whole body of work kind of warts and all but i mean this is a guy who could refine that and put out he could have put out half of what he put out in the last seven years and everyone would be like oh these are masterpieces he got sidetracked on the trans thing that's a whole other like ball of wax um but i, I do think all other this... ball of wax <laughs> yeah well i guess i can't wear all other ball of wax Not what was the saying what was yeah? I was gonna say what was the saying you said earlier that we were both like, "What did you just say?" Pace of uh, pace. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just saying the, we, have, we <laughs> yeah. have our own weird ones too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, "Oh, it's a pace of pace," and both of them looked at me, and I was like, "Does that <laughs> is that not a? I mean, it's easy." <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a whole so other did... ball of wax. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty common uh, saying. It sounds it's kind of an old timey thing, maybe. 
Yeah. Where no, are you getting I, a bowl of wax for, and why is it? Fuck like, the vino. Where do you get the can of worms? Well, you go down in Canada, you can get them at the local convenience store, the general store, the, the taxidermy. You're going to go uh, go fishing? Yeah, but I just like, I don't know. When people say that to me, I picture like you bust out the can opener and open it up like ravioli. And there's just like worms in there. It's usually just like a like a, a styrofoam tin, right? The, that you oh, get yeah. Fire or... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Okay, what year was the what year was the roast? Just so I, I can get put this 2015, in. I think, and okay. it came out in 2016. And then, okay, okay. Well, let's. Do you know anything else about Ron Jeremy? Like, do you know about his life or anything like that? Do you know, like, I know you so, met him and stuff. I'll ask more questions when we get to 2015. Yeah, yeah. Area, but I'm just. I, I think he's from uh, he's from New York City. I'm pretty sure originally, and he wanted to be a comedian and like kind of failed at that, and then. <laughs> He stumbled into the into the porn industry. All right, I'll, <laughs> I don't know I'll, I'll get into it. Everything. I'll, I'll get into it. I'm just wondering how much you yeah. know, how much you guys. We're gonna get. Oh, okay, so you actually know how that happened. I was like, what happened? Did he just like get too drunk, piss outside in public, and outside a comedy show <laughs> that he bombed at? And they're like, hey man, here's my card. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you got a you got a huge dick. Let's try and make money off of this. I don't recall exactly what. Yeah, I don't know a, a ton about his early life, or I don't remember it. I would have known a bunch about him when I was writing all these jokes, uh, but that was you know quite a quite a while ago. A lot of beers okay. Well, ago. first of all, first of all, his name isn't really Ron Jeremy. Okay, it's his middle name's Jeremy. His name's Ron Jeremy Ronald Jeremy Hyatt, and he was born in Queens. New York, 1952. Yep. Uh, his dad, Arnold, was a physicist, um, a, f- a professor at Queens College. Pretty smart fucking dude. Must be proud. Um, <laughs> uh, you'll see. You'll see how proud he is or is not. His son's got uh, a rocket. Because <laughs> 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 you know he 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 missed an opportunity with Hyatt. Like he could have been the Hi- Hyman Destroyer Hyatt, Hyatt or something. Like he's he's missed. <laughs> opportunities there with his name Hyatt's a good one yeah Yeah, uh, I agree we'll see why he doesn't uh there's a lot of information there's not a lot of information about his mom out there but there is a few things that I found out I just don't know her name like no one says her name but there I do know she was a book editor after World War II and during World War II she was part of the OSS which was like the predecessor to the CIA she's a fucking spy during World War II fluent in German cryptographer decoder Super smart lady. Parkinson's super early in life when Ron was about seven or eight. And then she was in the hospital by the time by that time. And then she was in a nursing home not that long later. Oh, sorry. What did you say happened? Yeah, we missed yeah. a key word there. I have no idea how what we did got you here. say? How'd she get sick? What? She had Parkinson's disease. She got oh, Parkinson's. Parkinson's. Okay. Yes. Right. Yep. I'm and back. then she, uh, yeah. And then she deteriorated quickly. And then she ended up in a nursing home before Ron was an adult. She died in a nursing home later in life. But so there's not much known about like I don't even know her fucking name. I looked for a long time. You're not supposed to know her name. She's a spy. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like she's good at her job. <laughs> That's I'm true. surprised you didn't find 36 different names for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the born identity. Hey, hey. Yeah. Ron has uh Ron has a brother named Larry who lives with his father in Nashville still to this day, which I find Ronald weird. and Larry. A uh, Larry really would. Ronald and Lawrence, right? Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah. Lame. He has a sister named Susan who talks a lot in a documentary, his documentary that came out in 2001. So if you want to go see his sister, she's very proud of him too. She does, she speaks highly of him, which I find fun. 
Girl, what that uh, mouth do? <laughs> uh, Ron graduated high school from Benjamin N.N. Cardazzo High School. Uh, his sister said he was always a popular guy, always a performer, always wanted to act, stuff like that. Uh, Reginald Val Johnson is another notable alumni from uh, Cardozo High School. Family Matters, he baby. He should have taken that name. Now, that's yeah. a good fucking name. You know who Reginald? Do you guys know who Reginald Val Johnson is? Reginald Reggie Reggie. Old Reggie. Carl Bonecrusher Winslow. <laughs> from, from Family Matters. Like the, the dad, dad from Family from Matters. Family and the cop yeah. from Die Hard. Uh, what the, I'm Eddie, too old for this shit. You don't know, no, like, he's... did I do that? You know, Steve Urkel, Steve Urkel? like that yeah. show. Well, the, the dad from that show. He was like the, the dad. Cop. He was a year older than Ron Jeremy, so they would have hung out. Like they would have known each other, which I find amazing. Like I just, I don't know if they did hang out. I didn't find any stories like that, but they did. Hey, Guaranteed, here, they were in theater here's together. A, here's a little uh, fun fact. I'm pretty sure they both make cameos in Ghostbusters. Do they not? They do, yes, they is do. Is Reginald sure. in that too? Okay. I, yeah, they do for sure. I, I don't really talk about his cameos. There's too much shit. He's in like so much crap. I know, but both of those guys, both of them are in it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and they're both from the same high school, which I found fun. Yeah, so Ron was a theater kid in high school. First acting gig was a part in his high school's production of Oklahoma. So I just, I love to just think of this guy singing fucking Oklahoma. Like, <laughs> I just love that. I find that amazing. He graduated high school, moved on to Queens College, where he studied theater and education, two degrees, eventually earning a degree in both, and a master's in special education. He taught for a few years at a place called the Association for Advancement of Blind and Retarded, the AABR. Oof. Oof. The AABR <laughs> is still around to this day. <laughs> okay. Love uh, it. It's a real place that still exists, never to be canceled. I don't know how they didn't just change their name. <laughs> the blind and retarded. Yeah. <laughs> but not even. Wait, wait, wait. It's not are and they, or. Yes, that's my question. Are they blind and retarded, or are they <laughs> blind and or retarded? Yeah. Very. I, I'm not sure, but it sounds very specific. So let's go with the bl blind retarded people or the disabled people. I don't fucking know. My porn history uh, search too. <laughs> <laughs> So during the day, he would teach, uh, and at night, he would pursue his dream of working as an actor on Broadway. Uh, he didn't make much money from his teaching job, and he also made no money from his off-Broadway off acting. So his teaching job was what he called his ace in the hole. His parents kind of made him do that as like a side gig so he could go be an actor. He also worked as a maitre d' and waiter at the Paramount Hotel. So in 1977, or 78, I can't figure out the exact date, Ron and his girlfriend at the time knew some girls that were in playboy their playboy spreadsheet uh shoot actually led them to some like theater gigs ron figured if he rented out a nice room at the paramount hotel and got some pictures of himself he could send them to playgirl and the pictures would do the same for him he would get like some sort of acting role from it i just like could you imagine looking at playboy and going this half naked chick with boozies to the gods she could be the best role. She could be the best protagonist for Streetcar Named Desire. Like it just for me, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't translate as well. 
you're thinking of it in a uh, woman lens in night in 2022 think of a 1975 lens or 1979 lens of a producer of the street called desire going like that chick has nice tits plus she doesn't mind showing them off i wouldn't mind having her over here for a streetcar named desire uh you know what i mean like that's that's the mentality yeah. it's not like uh this that'll sell me more tickets yeah exactly <laughs> can she act who gives a fuck <laughs> who gives a fuck they're coming out. The girls are coming out. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, so he runs out of the room, gets a bunch of pictures of himself, sends them in, and then he thinks like, oh, they're going to they're gonna see these pictures and they're going to fly me to LA for a photo shoot, get me some sort of theater gig. And then he sends them out and he uses his real last name. You were asking about it, Ron Hyatt. Unsolicited dick pics, OG. To, to, to play girl, yeah. Unsolicited. <laughs> Playgirl, no, they want that though. Yeah. <laughs> so they all, they all want They're it. They're totally uh, asking for it, dude. <laughs> you see what's on the cover of that magazine? They wanted it, dude. <laughs> Is the guy's dick in a hot dog bun? <laughs> Is that real? Is I've never. I have to look up Playgirl. I have to see what kind of what kind of literature this is he wrote like, like my name's ron hyatt i'm from queens new york i like to go hang gliding and sailing and when i get a chance i like to do that stuff and i'm working on my master's degree in special education i know what you're thinking that fat fuck ron jeremy was not hang gliding but he wasn't fat back then look at that's him. what i'm like, saying this is 1970 ron jeremy right here yeah thin enough he's he's doing it and did he get into playgirl Oh, well, yes, for sure. The photos didn't get him any uh, theater gigs yeah. uh, or photo shoot or anything like that. But they did tell Ron that they were going to use it for their Boy Next Door segment. Oh, I'm going right? to cancel yeah. my subscription. I can't believe that. Boy Next Door at the Center for the Blind and Retarded. <laughs> <laughs> so so he used his real name. Oh, all right? that's he used weird. The- <laughs> railing and brailing i found yeah. it i found the article and it's just him with like just everything up but the way that he's sitting it looked like he was tucking and he had his arm on his like stomach <laughs> no that's his dick that's like, his dick what? it's not his arm <laughs> oh my god it, ron's oh. dick has retard strength that's yeah <laughs> And, and it'll poke your eye out. That's how he got the gig at the fucking blind retard school. <laughs> he was making them. <laughs> so, yeah. So, he uses his real name, Ron Hyatt. Uh, he used the real place that he lived. And then, because he did that, the calls start flying in. All right? Problem was, in Queens, there were so many people with the first initial R and last name Hyatt that people, because people are just using the phone book to call him. Right. So they kept calling R. Hyatt, which was his grandmother who lived downstairs. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> she got so many calls day and night that she couldn't take it anymore and had to move out for a while. Playgirl likes to think that their audience is mostly women, but it isn't. Ron said his Mima kept getting calls from not only horny housewives looking for a guy with a huge dick, but also many gay guys looking for the same thing. In all yeah. fairness, she had a huge cock. <laughs> yeah, she was massive. <laughs> His gra- his uh, dad and grandma were fucking pissed. His dad told Ron that if you wanted to get into this, quote, n- if you want to get into this naked, crazy business, so be it. But if you use the family name again, I'll kill you. So oh. when he gets into porn, he uses the middle name Jeremy instead of Hyatt. 
they never really told uh, there is some funny quotes from the grandma they never told him exactly what he was doing like the porn stuff but they did say he had to take his clothes off and here's a quote from the grandma oh you take your clothes off and the whole world wants to meet you that makes sense you were always such a handsome young flubber butt that's his grandma that's it <laughs> that's not what you want uh, not a flubber butt <laughs> that's not what you want your grandma saying at all well, well i suppose it's better than saying You've got a massive dick. You're so handsome, my little bubbakins. You must be even more handsome with no clothes on. So after the hype with the, the Playgirl shoot, Ron decides to go see film his filmmaker friend uh, named Joe. And I tried to figure out who Joe was, but just said Joe uh, to see if they could make a movie together. Now he's got a little bit of hype behind his name. Uh, Joe told Ron that they that I only make adult films. Okay, I'm not going to make the the artsy movie you want to make now. But if you want to get in on it, I saw your dick. It's huge. Uh, Ron Jeremy's like, uh, no, you guys make smut. I'm not doing that. All right, I've my nine inch three quarter inch penis. Nine and three quarter inch penis is not for sale, buddy. Yeah, smut. sure he did. So he de- he declined him because he didn't really always understand uh, he, he figured out he had a huge dick early on in life this is something he kept bragging to in one of the articles i don't he just like he keeps explaining to the reporter that he first realized he had a big dick when he when he was at boy scout camp and he started blowing <laughs> himself he was blowing himself at boy scout camp not what i figured not what i figured like i was a boy scout <laughs> camp my counselor came in and mine was even bigger than his yeah no, no ron ron used to suck his own horn yeah, well, who hasn't? But when he told his dad, he's like, Dad, I can suck my own penis. Is that normal? And his dad's like, no, it's not. So, like, I love the fact that his dad had to sit him down as, like, a 10-year-old. His dad gets <laughs> like... out the whiteboard and starts doing physics. <laughs> he's like, I don't know. Let's find out. Is this in I, the I... Kama Sutra? <laughs> I need to see. I need to see because I can't understand that. Oh, I found that one, too. No, no. Can you send him send the pic you saw? Because I can't understand how that's possible. Also, very gay. So don't have a lot of. Let experience. me screen share. But I mean, is it gay though? Because like I was thinking about that too. I'm like jerking off. I don't find gay. But if I had another guy jerk me off, that would be gay. But sucking your own dick. No, no, no. I said I'm very gay, so I don't oh, have a lot I of experience in this. Gay. I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. Imagine- no, but it, but it. It it did uh, it does beg the question. <laughs> <laughs> or are you just a narcissist? Yeah, it's, it's you know it's a fine line, right? It's definitely narcissism. It's like I can do this, so I will. They, I'll get into it a little bit more. Okay, no, okay, okay, okay deck, question but... to you two gentlemen who have willies: if you could do it, would you do it? That's the ultimate question. Would I? I probably i jerk off like you know what i mean like if i could i might probably would i don't, I don't think know, so is, <laughs> is if, if you have someone else that'll do it for you mate <laughs> it, that's the that's the question is sucking yeah. your dick more like getting your dick sucked or more like sucking a dick i don't know yeah you know i think I mean? it's like, more like sucking a dick i don't exactly know. I just, like i don't know i would try it for sure there's work then involved I, in that like <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's <some> gymnastics <laughs> you have to do your stretches first all right bo are you ready yeah i'm ready show me okay it's coming <laughs> patreon's gonna love us for today oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'll blank that out for patreon <laughs> I'm just glad that I my picture with Ron didn't come up in like the Google search right beside that. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! 
possible? Where are his ribs? <laughs> it's your he had them removed so big. he could eat more ribs. <laughs> like he... <laughs> That's, That's a good joke. Fuck. I don't understand that. Sure. Has someone done a study on his ability to do that? Because I think, like, he's not fat, but he doesn't look like a contortionist. He is fat now, but back back then he wasn't. I need to know. Can contortions do that? But in the I'm 70s, t- he wasn't. Oh, for he's, sure. He's big now. I'm going to tell you right now. I I don't know this. He's fat as fuck now. He's a little fat fuck. Uh, but I'm pretty sure he could probably still do it because he's that much of a hungry fuck. No, he can. Like he's sitting in a... Oh, yeah, God. his hog is uh, massive. I saw those yeah. too. <laughs> Unrelated. I've watched a number of documentaries where many <laughs> men can do that. So... <laughs> documentaries i imagine it takes some practice i honestly like i think you limber up over time yeah you don't just wake up one day and like oh dude you have a you have a kid they're like jello they can just like bend all kinds of weird fucking ways because their bones aren't finished yet once he learned how to do it he probably just kept it up it's like if you can learn how to do the splits as an eight-year-old you could probably keep that up if you just do the splits every day so he probably sucking his dong every day for 45 years and just there you go i could probably do it but just because you got (laughs) such a long tongue (laughs) you'd have to really commit so so anyways at this point ron's still clinging to his theater dreams He, he got the whole playboy thing it's kind of dying down yeah, that's because his grandma's making money off of it now. Yeah, but he only lasts a month before he calls his buddy back and's like, okay, fine, I'll be in your porn. Twist my arm. Yeah, yeah. you twisted my arm. Well, he'd already quit as being a teacher by then, so he was just working as a maitre d', and it's like... Oh, if he I quit, get... did he? The Center for the Blind in Return. Well, I guess they're blind, so they wouldn't have seen Playgirl. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> He he. This is 79, 1979. Uh, the first film was called uh, The Tigress and Other Maneaters with Samantha Fox. Now, he tells when he tells the story about his first time he did porn, he says that they spent an hour on my makeup, but they never showed my face. And I'm like, yeah, but when they're choosing between your fucking hedgehog face and like your dick, like obviously it's porn. They made the right choice, man. Stop telling that story. Uh, <laughs> you get a hog. You know what I mean? Um <laughs> You've got a hog. <laughs> he also told he also told everyone that his first time in that first porn, he couldn't do it. Like it was really hard for him because there's like he didn't realize there's like a crew of 15, 20 people all watching you. Fuck. Right. He just showed up like I got a big dick. I can do this, but it's hard. So the first day he kept talking about how he had to go run up stairs where they had fluff girls. I don't know if you guys know what a fluffer is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just both bonos. Uh, it's just yeah. girls they have off camera that, like, in a private room, <laughs> well, they'll like suck you off a bit to get you hard so you can run down in front of the camera. So he told that story a lot. Um, now he had to go see the fluffers, but yeah, so the first in 1979, he got like eight or nine films into him, and he wanted to use this as a stepping stone. He's still convinced I'm gonna get into the mainstream, I'm just gonna do this for a little while, then I'll get out of the porn, whatever. That's what they all say, man. Uh, hey, it's it's worked for other people. Like Sylvester Stallone started off in porn. Before That's Rocky, true. he was in porn and uh, was able to somehow parlay into, uh, <laughs> but into, I think, into I think, real pictures. I think he's, he's a separate story, though, because he did one porn. 
Yeah, yeah. Ron was Ron was started doing them every weekend, being like, "This is stepping stone." <laughs> like, dude, one movie maybe. <laughs> and he was also like very convinced that all these guys that were directing porn films were doing mainstream films too. So if they like my acting in these films, they'll put me in one of their mainstream gigs too. But they're not seeing your face. Uh, to a point, like it was more of a movie back then, right? Like it was fi- filmed and it was shown yeah. in movie theaters. It's not like it like it turned into VHS like in the late 80s, but you play yeah. movie theaters. So you'd have a, a plot. A lot of the there's one of the one I forget what it was called, but there was one of them that Ron was in. It was like a fucking period piece from World War Two. And he's like the ace pilot shooting down Nazis. And he's just like acting like for 10 minutes and then he gets out of the plane and goes like you're such a hero he's like yeah just let's fuck like that's how but there was uh, he's fine he's not great but i mean he's good he's good enough like yeah no but i mean like was he good was he a good actor like fine like not great he's no fucking like he's not method acting he's just a guy not here for a history lesson get your dick out (laughs) well i want to know maybe it would have been a stepping stone if he was a better actor Hey, I'm going to say he's not that great because he didn't really get to do the stepping stone much. Like, yes, but no. Yes, because he has a huge dick. Why, like, why would, like, why would anybody want to take on that when he's already going to make a bucket ton? Like, they can see that he's going to make a bucket ton with his dick, not his face. He had a huge dick for the time, though. I mean, now with the freedom of everybody to put naked videos of themselves on the internet, he ain't shit. And they can act. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so we'll talk about his nickname for a second here 1979 like that first year he got the nickname the hedgehog it's not because he's a short fat hair like i thought that's what i thought it was uh it was given to him by fellow porn star named william margold um so ron flew to california from new york and he thought oh it's california it's gonna be beautiful so he just wore like a fucking uh, tank top and some shorts and some flip-flops and when he gets to california he had a motorcycle i guess there and he had to ride a motorcycle to the shooting location uh when when they're driving on the motorcycles to get there it starts snowing and as he's going it gets worse and worse it turns into a blizzard they got there as fast as they could they got to the shooting location fast as they could ron was fucking freezing so as soon as he got there he they said get in the hot shower warm up so you don't freeze to death and then when he gets out of the shower his uh, skin was all pink from the temperature extremes and his body hair was all sticking out on end and Margold turns to him and says to Ron you are a hedgehog my friend a walking talking hedgehog and and it stuck that's because of his little pink skin uh. <laughs> he does look like he has gloriously smooth skin in that photo behind you that's gloriously yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> no his face I'm sure it's photoshopped but like he just he does look like he's got like glorious face skin there I got you. I thought you meant his chest, which is covered in hair. And I was like, okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> 1980, Ron goes on Wheel of Fortune using his name, Ronnie Hyatt. Uh, and he wins a trip to, to Matzalan or whatever. It's in Mexico. Um, and back then in the 80s, like that, Wheel of Fortune was different than it is now. You didn't win prizes. You won a bunch of money. And then at the end, you could like buy your prize. Oh. So Ron Ron bought, used his money to buy the trip to Mexico. Then he wanted to buy another prize, but he didn't have enough money. So Chuck Woolery, who was the host back then, gave him the bad news. Like, dude, you don't have enough money. So Ron walks up to the hostess at the time, Susan Stafford, saying, I quote, I have other ways I could pay for it. So he just goes up and he sexually harasses the Vanna White of the show. Holy (laughs) shit. Chuck Woolery's like, and he makes like a weird, awkward joke and they cut the commercial. But uh, (laughs) that was him on 
Wheel of Fortune, just sexually harassing the fucking side lady. So um, there's the starting point. Oh, for sure. I bet you it started of like like day. uh of the evidence trail anyway. <laughs> for sure. For sure. But he remained famous for years. But okay, I didn't really realize this. During this time, like Ron's making a shit ton of films, but between 1972 and 1988, filming porn in California was highly illegal. Uh, Rod had been arrested a bunch of times while making porn. Um, like making <laughs> make, making the movies was illegal. They get the handcuffs for his cock. <laughs> yeah, they just yes. cuff his dick. So yeah, making the movies was illegal. Having them wasn't. It's like it was like prostitution. All right. So if you performed an X-rated film, it was the same as being a prostitute. And if you were one of them making the films, like if you're paying the actors to be in it, you were like a pimp. So you're like pimping. So in 1988, the Supreme Court of California basically legalized pornography in their state. Uh, The case is called People versus Freeman. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, All the particulars. I'll just give you the quick rundown. Basically, Harold Freeman was arrested for pimping for the adult movies he was producing. And they brought it right to the Supreme Court fighting it. And then Freeman's defense team used this as their defense. Uh, Under supervision, many illegal things are filmed and not considered illegal anymore. Like fighting is illegal. Like getting in a fight with someone is highly legal. But if you put, make some rules, put some gloves on and sell tickets and film, it becomes a boxing match. Or like drag racing. Can't drag race, but for a movie, you can film it and it cop watches it it becomes legal so that's what their their argument was and it effectively made porn legal in california Uh, as long as it was regulated and filmed it's protected under the first amendment thank god thank you god (laughs) america so america paving the way to porno for the rest of us um actually i'm gonna do one one day I'm going to do a, a you porn episode because that guy just killed the porn industry and he's he's Canadian. Uh, a boy. We'll talk about it. So the hedgehog made many more films. A lot of producers of the adult film industry of that time called him a woodsman, which was like, what the fuck is a woodsman? And a woodsman means that he was able to stay hard as long as they wanted him to. And he could come on cue. So they could literally oh, go like him. five, four, Three, two, one, and he would shoot his load every time. And it would be like five, give him a second or two, four. Like it would constantly, every time, shoot his load for everyone. So that's what a woodsman is. <laughs> Why is it called a woodsman? Like it's hard as a wood, I guess. I don't know. You control it. I don't fucking know. Being a marksman, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're really yeah. good with your tool. You know exactly how to uh, execute. Yeah. <sighs> Sounds about yeah. right. Uh, if you hedgehog... mean horribly disgusting, yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. He's a gross human. Uh, but he is a Guinness Book of World Records holder for most appearances in adult film. Uh, he's okay. done 2,572 pornographic films, including ones with such names as Debbie Does Dallas 2, Super mm. Super Horny Brothers. That's the Super Mario Brothers uh, parody porn. Nice. Uh, John Wayne Bobbitt. He did the John Wayne Bobbitt porn film called John Wayne <laughs> Bobbitt Uncut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. The first yeah. porn I ever saw was in my dad's uh, 
dresser was called I Dream of Christy, which was a I Dream of Jeannie parody where Ron Jeremy was the star of. So first porn for me was Ron Jeremy. And Christy related. Yeah. Christy Canyon. Not, it's not the same Christy, but a good Christy nonetheless. Well, she is uh, 700,000 years old, so it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> he's directed another 285 pornography, porno films. Uh, and he's an ugly fucker. I'll admit to it. I even wrote it here. He's an ugly fucker. Everyone knows it. He even knows it. Okay. Uh, there used to be a joke in the porn industry that uh, some kinkier acts people would not perform would be bestiality, sadomasochism, and having sex with Ron Jeremy. And everyone would go, ha, 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 ha. And Ron would probably walk away like, I still got a 10-inch dick. Like that, you know what I mean? He'd probably be insulted by it. But that's what everyone said. Uh, yeah. yeah, like when, when I talked to Lisa Ann, she was saying Ron's on her do not fuck list. <laughs> I bet you lots of people are. I think so. I think he's uh, <laughs> a master reputation. Yeah. Um, but it, th- that being said, he, he's been in all sorts of mainstream things too. Like he's been in music videos for bands like Guns N' Roses, Kid Rock, LMFAO, uh, Moby. Hey, what Guns N' Roses video is he in? I, I don't know what it is. It's, he's in one though. I'm trying to think because like, like I'm a huge Guns N' Roses fan. I've seen every one of the videos. I cannot remember what one Ron would be in. Huh. Yeah. Well, there's my homework. <laughs> Ron, Ron, I could tell you. I could look it up in two seconds. I just didn't write down. I mean, he's such a staple of LA, so it makes sense. He, he Ron actually released a rap song in <laughs> Yes! With, DJ, with, with a guy named DJ Polo. The only thing he's ever rapped. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah, it actually it actually hit the charts at 95th on the pop charts and the hip hop charts at 95, and it's called Freak of the Week. I would play it for you, but <laughs> we will get fucking screwed over by Interpol because it has everyone in it. Like fucking Dr. Dre's in the video, I'm pretty sure. Like they have all sorts of people that are just like, "Are you the Freak of the Week?" It's really bad. By uh, Interpol, what? Uh, 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 Inter, whatever they're called. The you made me th- second guess myself, but I think that's the the label. Oh, it's musically. I was like, like Interpol, like the no, no, the government, <laughs> the international. Yeah. Yeah. So the did I. <laughs> Ron's been on TV, including Chappelle Show, Family Guy, The Surreal Life, where I'm sure he fucked Tammy Faye Messner, ex-wife of disgraced fraudster televangelist Jim Baker. Everyone's fucked Tammy Mae fraudster. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy Mae fraudster. Yes. Uh no it's 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 you should it's really funny to me that he actually like if you watch them talk it's just like this is a fucking super religious lady and Ron Jeremy and they're like flirting the whole time he fucked her for sure there's no way maybe that's why he's so popular every time you fuck Ron Jeremy you see God <laughs> maybe <laughs> me too even me I don't want to um <laughs> me too for sure. <laughs> Anytime you fuck around yeah. Jeremy, there's a V2. There's a hashtag yeah. in front of that. <laughs> uh, Ron's also been in Hollywood movies. When it comes to movies, he's either like a D-list trash movie or like B-list cameos as himself. Uh, the biggest thing I ever think I saw him in was Boondock Saints. I think he has like 17 minutes of playtime, which is pretty good. Uh, Ron's also an author. He wrote an autobiography <laughs> named Ron Jeremy, the hardest working man in showbiz. But it's funny, though, because, like, the cover, the hardest is, like, a giant font. 
mm-hmm. and like the workings and like a super small font. So from far away, it looks like it just says he's the hardest man in showbiz. I <laughs> 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 get it. Yeah, I'll get it. I'll, got him. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm here for it. It's the best. Erotic autobiography. Oh fuck! Yeah, that was a good one too. That was a good line. <laughs> autobiography, more like autoerotic biography. <laughs> <laughs> it's still funny. Yeah. So, but porn's obviously what he's mostly famous for. Like everything else is just seeped from his porn. Like. He was listed number one porn star of all time on AVN's list of top 50. Hard disagree. <laughs> I don't know. Well, give me, like, he's got name recognition. What uh, What other porn star? You, okay, you said John Holmes uh, earlier. Somebody said John Holmes. Sure. Peter what other North. name recognition? I think that's his name. Peter North. If Yeah, but. Yep. Okay. Way Is better. That name recognition, though? Way yeah, better. Better at porn, porn for sure. Way better at porn, but. Celeste, you seem to have a really firm opinion on who's good. <laughs> John Holmes. John Holmes was like it was. Is him and Ron Jeremy uh, kind of neck and neck for a lot of that like time frame, I believe. North, I don't know how he's been around a long time though. How long has he been around? Oh, ages, a few decades. Yeah. For sure. and he's way better than Ron Jeremy. Yeah, the lady knows what porn she likes. All right. She's allowed to. It's 2022. <laughs> I like babysitter porn. He does a lot of that. Okay. What? <laughs> He's, he sits on babies. No? <laughs> okay. I'm gonna I'm respectfully backing out of this conversation. That'd be like a happens. tree falling on a baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or Jack. I, I just the woodsman. I, I yeah. woodsman. <laughs> there we go. Golf club. <laughs> this is excellent. Yeah, so so Ron's made a name for himself. Even in 2001, there's a documentary made about Ron called Porn Star, The Legend of Ron Jeremy. Now, I think his fame comes from because he looks like a fat fuck like me and uh, can bang out the hottest of chicks. But like also like I you. don't know. Let's that's the yeah, 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 I guess I'm I'm the podcast version of Ron Jeremy, minus the sexual assaults. Awesome. It's not my fault. Your wife is so fucking hot. She's so hey, hot, Richard. I'm standing by my statement, Richard. You don't talk about yourself like that. You are you are the <laughs> handsomest. Oh, I was about to say man, but we've got Tyler here and that's I bet your wife. Yeah, she's hot. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, dude. You got it. That's why you're staying up there, right? <laughs> My kids listen to the podcast and the, uh, the like uh, Oscar's listening. And he's like, Celeste really thinks mom's hot, eh? Because <laughs> you say it so often. She is a specimen. Richard's wife is don't chase your own dreams hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay put. I'll stay Man, put. Richard's wife is change your last name hot. <laughs> stay at home dad hot. Yeah, I used to be I used to be Richard Moza. I took her last name. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know. It's the mentality. Like whenever I was watching any of stuff on Ron Jeremy, the guys that were talking about him were like, Ron Jeremy's my hero. And like, you can fuck all the girl. Like the guy looking like that. It's like, dude, I don't think you know how porn works. You know what I mean? Like, paid. No, yeah, I don't think <laughs> the, the women are paid to be there. Do you yeah. understand this? He's got a giant so dick. Is he. So is he. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, he's hired, but he's only hired because he has a giant dick. And it's most of these girls don't want to fuck Ron. There's no fucking way. They did it for money and they did it because like as his fame grew, their fame would grow. Like I heard a bunch of girls say like, oh, I got called to do fuck Ron Jeremy. And I said, yeah, because he's been in the business for a long time. So they're just trying to advance their careers by fucking Ron near the end of it. Right. And they're also still trying to get into theater school. So there's that, you know. Right. Yeah, no. They're, they're tired of working at the, the Center for the Blind and Retarded. So. <laughs> like the hockey fighter, the young hockey fighter trying to take on the old gunslinger. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Tale as old as time. Yeah, if I had a dollar. Yeah, as Ron's gets older, he starts to like diversify a little bit with his money and he starts getting into business. Like he starts doing businessy shit, which I find yeah. was where I thought that was going. I thought that was going somewhere. So I thought I was like, like this is how he breaks into the lesbian porn industry. I get you. Yeah. No, the, he moved into he moved into black and white dungeon German porn. And like really artsy stuff, you know, got into the French art industry, you know, really diversified his portfolio. You know, a little flower right over the eye and some no, background this- music, a violin. That sort of stuff. <laughs> he would do that well, anyway. This is the full circle story. Back to Ron yeah. Hyatt again. Yeah. <laughs> Just looking pensively out a window, a bay window while sitting there with a croissant. Yep. And his dick out. <laughs> yep. I think it would be a bagel. A, be- <laughs> a baguette. <laughs> a baguette, yeah. What he does, he st- he's still doing porn the whole time. And plus, there's so many porns where he'll do anything. Like, he- you see there's some where he's wearing, like, a like a dick costume and, like, he's fucking a girl. Okay, there's one that I was laughing a lot. He was, like, close up on just his fucking top shoulders. He's like, I got a big dick and I'm a private eye. If I would keep my eye, on- if I would keep my privates on my eye instead of my eye and my privates, I'd probably get more. And then it, like, pans out and he's just banging a girl as he's saying this, like, monologue thing. Like, he'll do anything. There's, like, a thing where a girl's, like, do him to save up some piss for you and piss on you? He's like, nah, save it up. Why not? Like, weird shit. Ron's got all sorts of fucked up porn. Don't worry about that. He's already doing that. He doesn't need to diversify his porn is what I'm saying. He's doing it all. I, I respect I respect someone who would, like, give anything a go. Good on him. Yeah. He's, he's a private dick? He's sucking his own oh. dick. Uh, he's gone far enough. He's gone, he's gone way off the bat with that. So don't worry about that. In 2009, Ron Jeremy and his business partner, Paul Smith, opened up a swingers nightclub called Ron Jeremy's Club Sesso in Portland, Oregon, which I find a weird place to open a sex club for Ron That's Jeremy. That's a terrible but. name. It's It reminds me of Club Cesspool, which is probably what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably should have been named that. Maybe that's what he said, but people just didn't hear him correctly. Club Cesspool, yeah. like Cesso, okay. Yeah, Cesso, um, sounds good. Yeah. It's got a ring to it. It's probably hard to understand him with his dick in his mouth. Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, club Cecil, club Cecil. Cecil, all right, we're in. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the club's pretty successful for a few years, and then they start doing some upgrades on the building. And then on June 2014, during their five year anniversary party, the fire inspector determines that the club is in violation of a bunch of city codes. So the fire marshal overturns the order because i'm guessing he goes there mm-hmm. uh and he says but there was nothing that he could have done to prevent the eventual end of club cesspool <laughs> cesspool lasted just another year and a day uh until it closed due to legal fees amassed over the year of litigation over the contested violations of the city code so it's since reopened if anyone wants to go it just has different owners uh ron also uh got involved with the marketing and creation of ron de jeremy 
which is a spice rum spice rum because apparently in the caribbean rum is just like ron so they've approached him and they call it like adult rum or rum that's ron style adult oh, rum yeah <laughs> not for kids not for kids it's not like the average rum <laughs> this spice rum's not for your kids all of this to say basically ron had it all for what he wanted, he got into the mainstream. He didn't really get into like a Spielberg movie. He kept bitching about he's not in a Spielberg movie. Like, dude, you got enough. You got lots. Ron had a few health problems. We'll see. I'll get that right off the bat. January 2013, Ron drove himself to Mount Sinai Hospital complaining of chest pains. Uh, he had an aneurysm and he had to have surgery the next day. Uh, he, he was home three weeks later. Didn't die. Uh, he should have died that day. I, I say because then his life and legacy would have been saved. Everyone would have been like, poor Ron Jeremy's dead. Nope. So guess what happens in 2017? <laughs> Everyone suck a dick in Kamara. A minute silence of dick sucking for Ron Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> suck your own dick, and if you can't suck yours, suck your partner's. <laughs> suck someone's <laughs> dick. <laughs> so then this is where, uh, I guess after he had his little heart attack and stuff, this is where the the, the roast came into play. We're... we're I got I got a couple questions about the roast. Were were they was there like rumors and shit of him being like a predator when you got involved in that project or was not he at all or... like not that we had had heard of at all. It, he was like he was the legend, and it was he was definitely one of those guys. Was like it made total sense to do a roast of Ron Jeremy because he was like in his field he was viewed as the goat and. uh the price tag was right, the whole thing. And uh, and there's just so many jokes to be made. It's just perfect. He's not, he like at the time, he wasn't, you know, he was a degenerate, but not that type of degenerate. Like he didn't have like criminal shit. He's a porn star. He's a, he's porn, a porn star. star. And, yeah. and, uh, and yeah, and, he, and he's, and he's associated with like everything, like LA, like all these Hollywood people know him. He's just, he's a staple He's a he's a porn institution at that point, and uh, yeah, it made total sense to roast him. And then when we like when we book the roast, we always look like okay, you book the main guy that you're roasting, which people are going to turn up for because like you know he is like this legend in his field. But then you look at like who's the the actual like side target that's going to be that everyone's hammering on. Like when uh, they did the uh, Pamela Anderson roast. Courtney Love was that side target. You always have those that yeah, ex, that, that side person that everyone's really ripping on. And we had Dustin Diamond screech from Saved by the Bell. And it was so perfect <laughs> because he made a porn yeah, too. Yeah. And it was just so lackluster. <laughs> and then there's just so much to rip on. And uh and then we had Lisa Ann the porn star on it. And uh, and then we had some like really wicked comedians before they even like blew up. They're like they're pretty, they're doing pretty good at the time. But like Schultz is on it. Andrew Schultz is the biggest who's on that. Yeah, like he no, blew that's up. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> He's the biggest on that. Is Ron Jeremy? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Rock, Rock and Ronnie's got a huge, huge hammer for sure. <laughs> but like comedian wise, yeah, Schultz blew up, and then. Uh, there was yeah, it was just a great. It was a really good show in terms of like the. I think the jokes that were happening on it were pretty hard ass compared to uh, what Comedy Central's doing. Do you is this for sale somewhere? Like if people want to go watch it, can they go watch it? 
Um, not right now, but like we, we do sometimes do screenings of it. We're working on a thing. We're going to do the curse of the Ron Jeremy roast. Cause there's just so much bad shit that's happened around the project. And so much bad shit happened. Like afterwards, afterwards to everyone yeah. involved. <laughs> did he, did he, nothing bad happened that night though. The, the roast, nothing bad happened that night. Not that, yeah. not that I'm aware of. I mean, we definitely, were around Ron getting consensual sex from people. It was very bizarre. (laughs) Like we're sitting, this is one of the weirdest ones. So we're all hanging out in the green room before the show, like before the roast. And it's like, it's a small green room. I'm talking, I don't know. I couldn't even, (laughs) it's so small. There's no way that this happened. And we're just standing there eating pizza, drinking beers, all the comics kind of hanging out. And Ron comes walking in. There's like a bathroom stall right in the green room. And he walks up with this female porn star that he that she came to the show. And she wanted to hook up with Ron. And he brings her into the green room, into the bathroom stall, closes the door. And they proceed to have sex in the stall while we're all sitting there, like, eating pizza, drinking. Like, we're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on here? And so <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, like. All the comics were just in the room hanging out. It's, <laughs> it's a small room. And you know when, oh like, when something, like, whack happens, <laughs> you look at your friend and, you know, and you're like, what the fuck? You have that what the fuck moment? Yeah. So I knew my life was out of control. I look over at my what the fuck moment was with Dustin Diamond screech from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> we're both looking at each other like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I mean, that's he awesome. could have at least asked people for an invite. Like, that's rude. Oh, oh, Ron's rude as fuck. Like, he showed up. I don't know what was up with him. Like, I, I don't think he's like a drug addict, but like, he seemed so pilled out. And yeah. He, Dustin Diamond's there, and like, he just put out his porn, and <laughs> he thinks this is fucked up. So that happened before the roast. And then we, and like when Ron, like when, like, you know, Ron's dick is out in that situation, like, that's like clear and present danger. Like, you feel like you're, I was like, like John Voight in the fucking movie Anaconda, like, <laughs> Ice Cube's gonna pop out. There's snakes out there this big. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> like at any moment, Ron could have just taken his cock and thrown it over that stall and snatched the pizza out of your hand like a bad (laughs) (laughs) dangerous situation, you know, but on that roast, like Ron wasn't even like the main target. Ron was just like, you know, there's a bunch of funny jokes about Ron having a huge dick, blah, blah, blah. Like that's like all it was. But then like Dustin Diamond, we were like, we heard he was like an asshole because he had like a bad reputation for a bit as like as a real asshole. And uh, so we were just like, oh, we got to crank it up on Dustin Diamond. Like, let's get this guy to fucking snap. (laughs) We're in full bully mode. And we just tune up Dustin Diamond. If you watch my set on the roast, um, you can see that, like, I really crank up on Dustin. Like, I I hit Dustin harder than Ron for sure. And Dustin was so cool about it. He's like the nicest guy the entire time. Like, I, I couldn't believe how nice he was. I, I I was like, oh, fuck, I'm feeling bad, right? <laughs> I, like, when you've gone too far, 
I, but his reputation did suck coming in, but he, it seemed like he was kind of like maybe turning a corner in his life. That, how ironic that you thought Ron was the good guy mm. and Dustin yeah, Diamond was yeah, the yeah. bad guy. I know, and Ron, that's, that's true. Now, now, a month later, I turn on the TV and I hear like, today in uh, Milwaukee, Dustin Diamond just stabbed three people. <laughs> he was arrested. So I feel like I contributed a little bit to that. But, uh, <laughs> he actually stabbed someone? That's like actually, actually my biggest someone? credit. I I made Dustin Diamond stab three people. Yeah, he, <laughs> in Milwaukee. I'll say, yeah. I got to say, I, th- I thought Dustin got dealt a fucking bad hand on that one. But Dustin got, got a bad hand on the Milwaukee thing. It's him with his girlfriend in Milwaukee. And these guys, there's like three dudes. And I think they were kind of like harassing them. Like, I mean, Screech is such a target. You know, drunk guys are going to be assholes for sure. He he put up with that shit his whole life. He had to have felt like kind of threatened. He's never like done anything like that before for him to like pull out a knife. And like, there, there's no way he wasn't getting like Just cornered snapped. by these dudes. He's not easy. Dustin Diamond wasn't like an aggressor. Like he's you know, a little not... mini guy too. He's a little guy. No, no, no. He's a, he was a tall dude, man. Dustin was a bit like a bigger guy, actually. Like you, you would be surprised when you meet him. He's not, he's not short. He's 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 actually uh, really d- decent size, and and uh, you know I don't think he was a was a pussy. I mean he he wanted celebrity boxing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but 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 Ron though, Ron going back, Ron had this weird meltdown. After the roast, which is so funny, he did this fucking terrible joke on the roast. Ron didn't do. Ron did not do any jokes that I wrote for him, and he and Dustin didn't do any jokes that I wrote for him either. They both bombed. And uh, <laughs> excellent. Ron did this joke. It was the fucking worst. Oh, it's so bad. He's like, "Hey, who wants to see my cock?" Like <laughs> everyone's cheering, and he pulls a rubber chicken out of his pants, like just such a stupid fucking. Oh act. wow. <laughs> we went carrot top on it. Oh yeah, just totally hacked it up. It was so bad, and uh, and he was like, he was all like, I don't know what happened. He was like, seemed like disoriented that night, and he dropped the rubber chicken somewhere, and my <gasps> buddy, my buddy picked it up and like fucking stole the rubber chicken. And backstage, Ron had a huge meltdown because he couldn't find the rubber chicken. He's freaking <laughs> out. It was a whole ordeal. It was this big thing, like rubber chicken gate backstage. <laughs> Did you guys give it back to him? Yeah, I go to my buddy. I'm like, dude, you got to give that fucking chicken back. He, he's going to kill someone. It's getting fucking crazy <laughs> back here. So he did give the rubber chicken back. Uh, but like, he, I didn't make my friend give it back to him. I'm like, hey, look, I found this. Hey, I found it. Yeah, you know I mean, like not someone took it. Hey, here you go. Like, he, yeah, was, yeah. he was having like a meltdown. Full wow. on. Most emotion yeah. I saw him show the entire time I met him. Oh yeah, yeah. He he, he did he drink? Because he doesn't do drugs. I I looked into all this. He did. Did he drink though? I don't think so. I don't think so. He was just very yeah. weird. He said he doesn't drink either, which I I was like, I feel it's I feel a bit of that's bullshit. He seems so. I don't know what his deal was though. He seems so glassy eyed when like when we met him. It was it was odd. He was an odd dude. I never had like any rapport with him. I took a couple selfies with him. It was fun. And then I instantly regret those after. <laughs> <laughs> all these, everyone you take a selfie with, they just all go down now. Eh? <laughs> Fuck selfies. <laughs> well, that was, that was 2015. You said. 
2015, yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else like interesting that happened around that. Let's see. Oh, after the roast, he also had sex with another chick in the green room, uh, but not like a what? porn star. This like the girl he was with before was actually beautiful. The one that, the one that he had sex with after looked like if Ron Jeremy wasn't a porn star, who he would like totally be matched up with. <laughs> <laughs> Very like compatible. Girl. There's oh, a couple good. of gargoyles bumping uglies. It was, <laughs> it was okay. like, oh, it was something else. That's actually like, that's actually refreshing, you know? Yeah, that's yeah, actually Ron, a refreshing story. Ron's like a tourist attraction though, back then. Like, like people just know that, you know, the circus is in town. You can go on the big <laughs> ride one, once a night and then it fucks off or, or once in a, <laughs> once in a lifetime and <laughs> don't get to see uh, it again. So okay, well, 20, 2015, uh, that's when that ends. Then there's twenty seventeen rolls around. What happens in twenty seventeen? Do you guys remember? Was that uh, when Ron got busted? That's the whole the whole Me Too movement starts in twenty seventeen. When Me Too hit, yeah, I mean, I was fucking hiding. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! of COVID, because of COVID, COVID happened in two thousand and nineteen. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're full of shit. You're a predator. <laughs> I have a few things to say before we move on. I'm sorry. I didn't say like anything, but I have a few things to say. One, Dustin Diamond, I had no idea who you were talking about. I finally looked him up because I was like, okay, he's just going to keep talking about this guy. So, Screech, yeah. I I'm I was born in 93, man. I don't know. I don't remember Disgusting. any of that Disgusting. Thanks. You missed the college years? <laughs> I, we won't get into my college years, but anyway, I looked him up. The only thing that I know him from is his bit part in Dickie Roberts, former child star. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you're born in 93, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's all I know him from. Well, they're clearly referencing like who he was like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He's dead Dustin now. Died. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, he yeah, died. He died. Yeah. yeah. Dustin passed away. So rip. The other thing is honestly listening to your story. It sounds like you guys were the problem and not Ron Jeremy, because the very first thing I would do if Ron Jeremy was having sex in a room that I was in is I would make him come on command. I would be like, hey, Jeremy, 10, 9, (laughs) (laughs) Time's up. (laughs) He just comes. Why would you do that? Yeah. The first time he heard time's up and the- 2017 before 2017 though there had been many rumors about ron jeremy being a predator uh with many victims claiming that he had assaulted them interesting uh some some allegations were decades old no charges ever laid and it was all in industry open secret he was basically porn's harvey weinstein uh-huh. People put up with his random assaults because of the success he was in the porn industry. Uh, they would excuse him always by saying, oh, that's just Ron. Like, he would come grab your tits and be like, oh, don't worry, that's just Ron. Ron just does that. Uh, no! So it, he's just a little gargoyle, man. Yeah, it's it, you're right. He's like the clown prince of porn. Like, everyone just looked at him like a joke at that time. He was an old man. Just let him live his old man age. But I, I, some people like Ginger Banks in 2017. She was she didn't want to do it anymore. She's a porn star and webcam model, and she had her ass grabbed by Ron without her consent at a porn expo. Uh, so after that incident, she just goes to a couple of her other friends and colleagues, and she goes, "Oh, 
I just got my ass grabbed by Ron and he's fucking gross. Does he do what? And they're like, yeah, yeah, he does that all the time. Join the club. That's basically what you got for the answer. Everybody, he does this to everybody. Ginger decides, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking call him out on this bullshit. YouTube's a thing. Me Too's rolling rampant right now. Uh, so she starts doing some research on Ronnie. And then she makes a 10 minute YouTube video outlining the many assaults Jeremy had allegedly committed over a span of 30 years. Uh, the video goes viral. And Ginger gets fucking hated on so hard. It's unreal because Ron Jeremy is beloved. All right. How dare you talk about my Ronnie in this manner? Stop talking about the hedgehog. (laughs) Which is ridiculous because he is clearly a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) If if he is being accused of this by multiple people, like he has, and and it, it does snowball. I mean, I'll let you go further with what you're. So she she does that, but also uh, in in addition to that, it's not long before other women are sharing their stories of Ron on Twitter and other social media platforms. So within days, Ron is banned from the AVN Awards for that year. Uh, Ron denies all allegations of rape. He publicly states in an email to Rolling Stone magazine that he sure he may have been groping at porn expos, but that's all part of the gig. He claims that he was being groped by fans too. Like I'm a victim here too. I'm getting groped. Okay, I'm groping, but I'm also getting groped. He probably but, was, but he probably was the same end. At the same end, yeah, that doesn't equate. No, yeah. exactly. It's like two wrongs don't make a right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. This it guy's like, if you guys are going to grope me, I like you can grope my dick and I'll grope you. He literally says he's like other porn stars are here uh, to be flirty and gropey with each other and with the fans. This is our job. He literally calls himself in that email to Rolling Stone a grope. He's like, yeah, I'm a groper. It's my job. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, his he says they. I'm sitting at a booth at the expo. They come up to see me. What did you expect it was going to happen? Okay, a conversation. No selfie. You get groped. So what if you squeeze the tit or two while signing them? They wanted him to. That's what he's saying. Uh, and then he also go, he adds in the email. He's like, if I hurt anyone when I was groping them, it breaks. Quote, I, it breaks my heart in half. Holy shit. Yeah. He, he also adds after that, as far as the rape, if those allegations continue, I will be suing them in court. So, dude, you didn't just grope titties while you're signing them. He would literally put his hands down girls' pants into their panties, finger them as they're posing oh. a picture for the oh. picture for him. Just hands down he pants. Thought pants. The world, he thought the world was just a fucking smorgasbord. Like, exactly. that's, that's how he... That's how we operated. I just wanted to take a fucking picture and I got finger banged in public. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dangerous exactly. game to be playing, man. Yeah, yeah. People tweeted about these allegations for years, but when Ginger put out the 10 minute video, uh, the slew of allegations kept coming in. A woman, woman posted a video of her looking outraged while Ron was groping her at a 2016 porn expo she attended. It was captioned with Ron Jeremy assaults people. I know this because he grossly groped me when I asked for a photo. I wanted a cute little selfie with him. Then he put his hand in my shirt because, quote, he wanted to see if I had cute nipples. Did she? (laughs) All nipples. Ron was disappointed. All nipples are cute. All nipples are cute. (laughs) I don't know about that. No, I've seen some baloney fucking plates. Okay, have you seen? Right. Have you heard Cardi B talk about her salami side nipples? <laughs> she got. I got my salami side nipples. Got my titties out. They look like a salami. <laughs> I fucking loved it. 
Cardi B's funny. Uh, anyway. Ginger would continue to highlighting her and other women's allegations, even with Ron threatening lawsuits. Aside from being banned from most of the adult film award shows and events and expos and stuff like that, these allegations pretty much disappeared for Ron until oh. June 24th, 2020, when uh, then 67-year-old Ron was officially charged by the LADA with raping three women and sexually assaulting another between the years of 2014 and 2017. Ron was accused, and I guess he still is, uh, of forcibly raping a 25-year-old woman at his home in West Hollywood in May 2014. Then he allegedly sexually assaulted two more women, ages 33 and 46, one uh, separate occasion at a West Hollywood bar in 2017 called the Rainbow Bar and Grill, where a lot of these assaults end up actually happening. It's at this Rainbow Bar and Grill. I was just partying there. Were you actually? Me and O'Gorman went there. <laughs> well, he was friends with the owners and he had access to like the staff bathroom. That's what they he runs here. He can go back there. It's an LA staple. It's it's like a classic rock bar. Yeah. Wow. So Ron would uh would lure women to the washroom, saying, like, I can go to the good washroom, come with me, uh, with promises of a restaurant tour. So he'd be yeah. like, Come check out the restaurant, I'll bring you to the washroom. And when they get to the bathroom in the back. He would block their exit and force himself on them. Ron is also accused of raping a 20-year-old woman at the same bar in the same way in July 2019. So the DA also said they had another case from 2016 they didn't pursue because of insufficient evidence. So they're already hammering down on him pretty hard with four allegations right off the top. Almost right after his arrest, Ron tweeted, I am innocent of all charges. I can't wait to prove my innocence in court. Thank you, everyone, for the support. I find this fucked up. Dude, you can't wait for this? You're excited to be in court to talk about this? going to be fun for you, Ron? Mm. I think this is going to be shitty. The shittiest thing that's ever happened to you, you piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> getting roasted by me couldn't have been easy either. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, getting roasted by a fucking federal judge looking at jail time is a little scarier, I think. Yeah. Uh, you just Yeah. <laughs> a little bit i mean if uh, i knew he was a rapist could you imagine how good i would have oh, him? oh yeah that would have been bad for him <laughs> he'll be fine he could just bring out his old rubber chicken joke the judge will be like, <laughs> get out of here hey my it was this cock <laughs> <laughs> how do you rape someone with this at this point all right this we're 2020 right now at this point if he's convicted of all charges he could have been facing 90 years in prison Mm -hmm. So in July 2020, Ron pleads not guilty to all four accounts of assault and rape. Bail was set at $6.6 million. Ron yeah, that's a good bail. That's the fuck you bail, you know? So could he afford, hang on, what's his financial situation no, at this point? He, like, he, he couldn't oh. afford to post bail. He had to stay in jail at the Twin Towers Correctional Facility, which I was like, is that is that what they made in New York? Like, why is he in New York? But that it's just different Twin Towers. The Twin Towers Correctional Facility? For sure, yeah. yeah. Does he get 72 virgins? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's hated by jet fuel. It's in LA, and it's the same place Robert Durst was before he died. And it's the same place holding the king of the rapers, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, really? Yeah, I wonder if they ever talk, you know? And... and now, let me pose a question for you guys before I can. Ron could go mainstream. Yeah, Ron finally got it. He finally met the producer that could make him mainstream. <laughs> There's the irony of it all. 
<laughs> if I would have just met you 20 years earlier. Yeah. <laughs> so I have a question before I continue. Who's a fatter and grosser human? Ron Jeremy or Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Let's talk about it for a second. They, they love child. Oh, God, imagine. <laughs> no, I, well, right. I don't, I, I don't know. Like I'm learning about him now. Right. I mean, I think at least did didn't Harvey Weinstein know he was a piece of shit? It feels like Ron doesn't feel like he's a piece of shit. No, Ron doesn't even know he what he's doing is wrong. That's the scary yeah. part about Ron. He doesn't. Yeah, even understand. Ron just operates as if he, he's in this like vortex. Yeah, he's in a weird bu- like bubble. Yeah, I re- so- I reckon from scale it'd be Harvey Weinstein, but from the fact that like at least Harvey Weinstein knows he's a piece of shit this guy is just like adamant that he's not a piece of shit and that everything that but he's doing is okay ron but ron was blind and retarded so no no he worked <laughs> with the blind and retarded he i thought he made them blind and retarded <laughs> <laughs> oh you're gonna like his defense all right we'll get to it about a month after his first hearing on August 31st, 2020, the LADA adds an additional 20 sexual assault counts onto the original four. These, go, man, go. Yes. These, these 20 assaults are all on different, uh, 12 different women and a teen girl all dating back as far as 2004. That's right. I said teen girl. And I don't mean 18. I mean 15. Oh, no. No, no. Two months later, on October 28th, 2020, seven more sexual assaults are or are added to the already outrageous number of 24, bringing them up to a whopping 31 charges of sexual assault and rape spanning many years, now as far back as 1996, and a wide range of 21 different women, ages ranging from 15 to 56, from either the porn industry or 56. not. 56? Well, at least he's not... Picking a talk, I guess. Well, no, maybe the 56-year-old was 19. No one, maybe that one was 1996, because at the time she was younger. Yeah, she would have been 30. Or in his age range. I don't, yeah. Not only that, so uh, I'm going to say that again, though, just real quick. One of them's a 15-year-old. Not only that, LADA. We get it. It's disgusting. He's he's a (laughs) disgusting human. Not only that, the LADA had 14 more charges they wanted to charge him with, but they passed the statute of limitations, so they had to be declined Uh. by the... uh... So he would have been up to, like, almost 50. The next day, on October 29th, Ron is in court again, pleading not guilty to all the new allegations against him. During the the gap between this and the next part, uh, a grand jury is assembled to determine if there's probable cause to bring him to, to trial. The grand jury took testimony from over the over 20 women, and by mid-August, they had made their decision. So on August 19th, 2021, Ron Jeremy is finally indicted on the 34 charges of sexual assault, 12 of them rape charges, involving 21 women. Once again, one of them a 15-year-old. He allegedly assaulted and or raped during the past two decades. At this hearing, they set a date for the jury trial, and it was supposed to begin at the end of February 2022 and last for four to six weeks. Um, the court actually called them into another hearing on December 1st, 2021 at this hearing, Ron looked, had looked deteriorated, uh, like he looked fucking messed up. He, like he rolled what? in, he rolled in in a wheelchair, handcuffed, uh, wearing his prison jumpsuit. His hair is all long and white. Now, uh, he's got a big, long, white, disgusting beard and uh, he's wearing a mask. 
Uh, he looks like death. He looks like shit. He's nothing. I don't know if he's been dying his hair or if he just like prison finally got to him or he talked to Weinstein, like Weinstein, like you think you're a good raper and he just like, like sucked <sighs> the life out of him. Like I'm the best raper there is. There can only be one, like a Highlander. <laughs> tennis balls for your walker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, th- this hearing was to inform Ron that and the defense team that the trial would have to be pushed back a bit longer because of all the backlog due to COVID-19. Uh, he only spoke once during that hearing was to say yes when asked by Judge Lomelli if he understood that the jury trial would be in start on May 2nd, 2022, instead of February, and it would last four to six weeks. So at that hearing, an unidentified woman interrupted the court to say that it's inhumane to have Ron still locked up. She like fucking did the whole dramatic like TV show thing. He said, let him go free Ron Jeremy. No one would figure out who she was. Uh, she like ran out before bailiffs could get a hold of her. She accused the lawyers of dragging out the hearings. And it's inhumane to have him in there because he's been in jail since June 20th, 2020, because he can't afford the the bail. So he's been just sitting in jail and he's being housed at the medical ward. He looks. Uh, and then and then the, they requested another hearing to be held on May, uh, March 18th, 2022. Uh, this was to address Jeremy's defense team's request to separate the case into 21 separate trials. They didn't want to have it oh. all lumped in one. They want to have it into 21 trials. So, what benefit just, would that give? So, uh, in my uh, from a, I think it's actually kind of smart from my perspective. Burden on the he, court system. Exactly. First, that's one. Second one would be like if he gets off on one or two, then the the defense could start going like, "See, look how much time you're wasting by doing these. You might as well just drop the court cases. Stop doing yeah, this." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you try and get the ones that he has a stronger defense for first, and then just start yeah. calling everyone wasting money, wasting tax money, wasting money, wasting money. Yeah, that hearing was scheduled for March 18, 2022. Before addressing the judge, though, uh, at that hearing, a request was made by Ron's defense team to evaluate the competency of Ron Jeremy to stand trial. His lawyer, Stuart Goldfarb, told the judge that before <laughs> the hearing, he went Goldfarb. Yeah, it's good, good last name. Uh, he told the judge that before the hearing, he went to meet his client in the courtroom holding cell and Ron didn't even recognize him. The bailiff also agreed. He said, I, I don't know what's wrong with Ron, but he is fucked back there. So he's acting funny. I don't know what to do. So six weeks before trial, George, uh, Judge George Lamelli puts the trial on pause and orders a psychiatric exam of Ron Jeremy to determine if he is actually fit for trial. On July 27th, 2022, He's determined not fit to stand trial by the defense hired psychiatrist. They haven't gotten the prosecution side out yet. So right now the trial is in limbo while they wait for the state's expert to determine his competency. Uh, I did see the date October 3rd bantied around as the day the evaluation should be in, but I haven't seen any new news since July. So it doesn't look good that these women will ever get justice and Ryan. Uh. Ronnie boy will probably die in a psychiatric facility in the twin towers thing while they wait. Um, so that's, that's kind of, do you think he's legitimately like, do you think there's legitimacy to his fuckedness? Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah, I do. He just seems so fucking out of it when I met him. And if he doesn't do drugs or drink, there's something so off. Right. And it, it seemed like he was chemically imbalanced at least like for some, I don't know. It was strange when I met him. That's why I quizzed you if he's drinking or not, because I, I was watching a few podcasts Never he was saw. on 
And he was like really fucked up, like trying to talk to this guy. And he wasn't drinking or anything. He just was like saying non sequiturs and stuff like that. So I think for the last like five or six years of his life, he's been walking around some sort of dementia or something like that. Yeah. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I do think it's real. And I think it's legit. If you look at his photos, like that sells it to me too. The photos look terrible. I could I could pop one up and I could show you right now. Yeah, he's he's out of his like he's not in his right mind. I don't. He think. He never was. He never had a right mind. I don't think. Yeah, he he a bad boy. He Who's looks he so on? much more dangerous with the mask. Oh too. shit! He looks like Bane from fucking Batman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> does. Like, this is like like Con Air when they bring in Steve Buscemi. He's got the whole world in his hands. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is a year difference though. This was Ron like, yeah, like a year before, like that's what he was looking like in his first part of his trial, like the first yeah. hearing, and then like this is the fucking hearing to see if they can separate into two. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Twenty one. Look he's, at these eyes. He's he straight he's, up looks. He looks like Saddam Hussein when they pulled him out of the fucking. Yeah. Hole. <laughs> he does for sure. Jeez. That's a big change in a Christ. year. It's a huge change in a year. So I don't know if it's because he was like, he had handlers helping him out, get from place to place, or I don't know. I, I honestly, it's a good question, Bo, because it would be a great defense. He's only 69 years old. It's not like he's like super old, but 69. Ah. <laughs> Ron's going to do um, the Santa Claus porn. He just like throws his dick down the <laughs> chimney and slides down his own cock. <laughs> going to stuff some stockings. <laughs> wow. Uh, that's that's crazy i wonder what like uh what do we know what the psychologist said like was wrong with him they they brought it to court just saying he's unfit they didn't really release the uh, actual uh evaluation yet which is sad because i wanted to see both of them i was like hoping this i've been writing this episode for a little while i was hoping like something would pop up like today or yesterday or something just so we could have like a really fresh fresh update but there's really nothing last updates in july which is kind of sad but yeah, no, I feel bad for all the women that had to deal with him and then they don't even get like the, it, fucking a couple years too late. You know, this guy's mm-hmm. going to he's going to fucking skate because he's crazy now or maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. That seems kind of like justice. He's only 69 mm. <laughs> and he's been in jail since he was like 67. Yeah. So that's yeah. only two years that he's deteriorated that hard. But, but but from what Tyler Maybe it's saying, he it's can't been... fuck anymore. Maybe that's what his life source was. <laughs> that's true. I didn't even think of that. He just like recharged his batteries once a fucking hour. Well, if it, it was like all he knew, he did it every single day, and then just to not anymore. Maybe like all the synapses in his brain just shut down. Mm. I feel like I feel like even the the in jail, he's well known, and the guys who would be like raping would be like rape me with that thing or i'll rape ron jeremy so he's probably having sex that's what i'm saying uh, I, um he's signing titties in jail still you wouldn't have to he could suck his own dick <laughs> that's true uh that that may be that too maybe he can't do that anymore maybe he's lost the flexibility with age yeah that's true true he can't, can't do it anymore yeah, no, uh, the, the hedgehog is fucked, and I I can't even suck my own cock anymore. <laughs> I used to be something. I used to be somebody. <laughs> Just driving around in a rascal scooter. 
finally lost my last few teeth and I wanted to feel a gummer. <laughs> poor Ronnie. But I, 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 and at the same time, poor all these women. Like, my God, people have been saying it for years. That's the, the other thing is people had been saying it for years and everyone just went, that's just Ronnie. And it's like, fuck, I'm so glad that attitude's going away in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Cause like the predator, the predatory shit like that, just, I don't know. Like imagine looking like Ron Jeremy or something. You just get the shitty reputation by looking like a dirtbag like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a guy like shit. that being propped up for so long does not help. <laughs> I mean, it's just, if he, if he is doing what he, what we all are pretty sure he was doing, the fact that he was able, like, enabled for so long, I mean, it's nice to see things turning around like that. Yeah, he'll he'll never be scrubbed though. Like, he'll always be a part of it. It's part, like, you know what I mean? It's he can't. He still has legacy. It's just it's been tarnished at the end. But like, Ron Jeremy porn is going to be exist forever. So he, he's not really getting fucked. Like, can you separate the artist from the artwork? Mm. Does he still have quite a fan base? Like, that's trying to get him out. Oh, oh for sure, I guarantee it. Yeah. There's a British crime documentary there, like hitting me up about content. They wanted like footage from the roast for like their doc about Ron that's happening. But then they, I don't know, it kind of went sideways. I've never heard back from them. As far as the like separate the artist from the, the art comment, like that's one thing with like Bill Cosby, like that's stand up and then rape. And he's equally good at both. (laughs) <laughs> i'm just saying that like rape rape and sex work are probably so close to each other it's like you can't really separate them now like it's the same like who knows how there's a video of him apparently like i haven't seen it i was gonna look for it but it's fucking too hard there's too much ron jeremy out there where she literally goes ron don't put it in my ass he goes come on she goes don't do it i don't want you to she he goes she goes he goes come on she goes don't do it and then he does it and he, she looks pissed the whole time he like does it on camera you know? Oh shit! Wow, that's how fucked this guy is. Yeah, hiding in plain sight. Wow. Good thing the FBI always catches their man. <laughs> Good thing Interpol always catches their man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm 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 just shocked to see how much like it, to hear particularly your like what you're saying, Tyler, about seeing him in the flesh and how you would assume that he was on something and then to see him have such a hardcore deterioration deterioration yeah. in a year. Like there is something there is something going on there. Yeah, yeah. Like this dude shows up. He showed up to this roast. I swear to God he didn't even know that this roast was going on. He had no idea. He had like some shitty agent. That was like repping him, and he had no idea what was happening. Shows up with like track pants and mustard stains on his fucking pants. He's like, "What's go- what are we doing tonight?" Like, like, dude, you're being roasted tonight. Like, all these fucking amazing people, like all these wicked comedians have come in from all over, like L.A., New York City, Sweden. Like the best comedian, Sweden, Magnus Bettner's here. Like all these people are here to roast you, and he has no idea that he's like being roasted. Like, what are your like? Who's representing you that's allowing you to come in if you don't understand what's going on? Yeah. It was just so bizarre. And then he wanted his money in cash before the event. And, like, it was a whole thing. Like, I got to go to the fucking bank. I'm not even the producer at this point. Like, I was just, like, kind of consulting producer. Like, and uh, then they're, like, saying they want the money before the event. But the tickets haven't, like, ticket money hasn't come in. 
to pay him. He got paid like a little bit of a deposit, I guess. Bottom wow. line, I had to go to I had to go to the bank and take out like I think it was like seven grand. I like take out and like pay Ron Jeremy cash before the thing just to save the show. The show was not happening. It was like the Ultimate Warrior holding up SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> Ron wasn't going on stage and unless I uh, unless someone paid him uh like I think it was I think it was seven grand. Uh, he needed to get paid still before the show. And like camera team, like everyone's there. Like the whole thing, everyone is in town from all over to do this. And I'm like, well, and the the producer at the time di- didn't have the, uh, like didn't have the cash, like the liquidity to put, to do this. So I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm going to kill this roast. I just put a whole bunch of work into this. I'm like, I guess I'll fucking, th- I'll roll the dice on it. Like, okay, I, as much as we were joking about this, and whatever, like, legitimately, do you think he was, like, mentally ill? Or do you think it was just, like, he was on something? I don't think he was on something. I, I think he might have been, like, just kind of deteriorating, and this is the early stages of it. I, I don't know. Like, interesting. I, don't... I, I, I never asked you about that before, so I, that's interesting. Because I didn't really know much F- before, and it was weird. He was just he was just off, you know what I mean? Like, I never yeah. had, like, a – I've never felt like I had a human connection with this person the entire time here's a like maybe a, a little talking point that's it's gonna be awkward to say but i'm saying it. do you think this makes it a little bit sadder like he's just a, in his life that's all he did was go like finger bang girls and do this and then he started deteriorating and no one stopped him from doing this but he was just sick and he didn't really know what he was doing is that like i know it's been for 30 years i think no i you know what i don't i think ron's life is sad because he's sad and he made sad decisions and and uh, if he was doing that before he had any mental illness or whatever, then then that's brutal. But like, it's just that's why you you know that's why it probably fell off. He he wasn't able to escape by. I think it was probably much more accepting in like the you know seventies, eighties, you know nineties, even like you know to to be a you know it was, it was much more of a man's world. He <laughs> could be a pig. And it was celebrated, and he was like sure. the most celebrated pig of all. <laughs> For sure, you think about like top comedies of like the seventies yeah. and shit. It's like yeah, now yeah. it's like like Revenge of the Nerds. You guys are all going to jail, you little fucks. Yeah, exactly, or, exactly. So, like American Pie is like a rape movie. Like <laughs> you know, all these things. Yeah, all these things. Like that was like absolutely you know what what we were raised on watching, and it was acceptable back then. And and Ron would like dined out on all of that more than anyone and he get to he had to feast on that and then yeah that what then he starts slipping and and uh he gets caught because shit the the you know the wind started blowing the other way well guess what ron sorry buddy fuck you mm. i don't feel bad for you you, no, you i don't, I don't feel bad for you. i don't think he'd ever see things the other way i don't think he'd ever be mm. like oh man i came up in this time where this is acceptable but it wasn't really good. Maybe I was wrong and I'm sorry. I don't think I don't think he would ever have that moment. You know what I mean? Do you think he's um to a point, and it's probably a moot question, but that his entire existence and per, like his belief system in himself was completely wrapped up in that mentality to the point where when everything was taken away from him and that's why he deteriorated so quickly when he didn't have everything that he did, everything that he thought, was right and real when it was taken away from him and he was in jail, he just started to completely fall apart because he didn't have anything. I think the, I think for him and, and I can't, I mean, I'm just 
I'm just guessing. But this is a, I think this is a guy who loved the attention because he had nothing else. Yeah. He didn't he had nothing else other than his notoriety and he loved that and he thought that that notoriety afforded him things that he could just do made him valuable. Yeah, yeah, maybe and maybe it temporarily like made him feel like something, I don't know. But like yeah, and some stuff some stuff like like uh, I hate when weird. people like like when Kevin Hart got in shit for a tweet he did 10 years ago and everyone's like, "Okay, relax, it's 10 years ago." But it's it's like when you're molesting someone, you can't just be forgiven for that from 10 years ago. So yeah. like, you know, you can't have a redemption story with this guy. I don't th- I think that'd be impossible. Yeah. So I think you're right. I think he just would have train tracked himself into oblivion anyway. Like he just would have chugged it, chugged it into a fucking wall, <laughs> no matter what brain injury or not, you know, or like there's levels to the shit that he did, but like, it was just so, so much. And yeah, no. so far, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, it's bad. It, it's it's fucking not just horrible. like he made one bad drunk decision and like, did like, it's like, this was a pattern. It was a mm. lifestyle. Yeah. And there was extra, like, it was, like, full on. This one's a serious question for Bo. I got a 100% serious question. Do you think that... Would you fuck Ron Jeremy? Your own... <laughs> Would you turn straight for Ron Jeremy? Do you think that your own cum is the fountain of youth? Like, is, is that what we're saying? Because it was deterioration. He was just eating his own cum for 30 years, <laughs> 40 years. And when he stopped, he turned into that old fuck. Like, his Here's cock that. was a fondue fucking... <laughs> I'm not I'm not confirming or denying my belief in that, but I believe there's enough fun, funding that we could get some real concrete answers on it. Like just just take a little bit out of the funding, figure it out. Because <laughs> then if we've got a little um, fountain of youth there, keep him alive and <laughs> let's do something with it. Oh no, 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 no. I'd rather die. F- I don't I don't think like- that he there's nothing stopping him from doing that. He just can't siphon it himself. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Ponce de Leon, all you had to do. The answers were within, sir. You didn't have to go searching. You could have just sucked your own dick. Yeah, and live forever. That's all I have. That's all I have for Ron Jeremy. I don't know if you guys want to talk about anything else, but I'm, uh, I've, I've no, exhausted I'm good. my I, I'm good Ronnie. never talking about Ron Jeremy again. Uh, that, <laughs> selfie, that selfie really killed my buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Just on oh, the internet man. forever. <laughs> did he finger Fucking bang you? I love this did guy, the... bro. <laughs> did he finger bang you though when he did the selfie? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy if that could be fisted when I see one. I didn't know anything about him. So that's I've learned I've learned a lot today. What a history lesson this was. And yeah. Mm. I don't know, man. Uh, you it sounds like you guys bullied him. Who Ron? <laughs> yeah, you took away his emotional support, chicken. <laughs> Ron dropped that shit. I found I I found the culprit, and I returned it. I re- I returned it to its rightful rapist. <laughs> I. F- Honestly, though, when you're at a roast, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Just fucking take away roast. their emotional support, chicken. Oh yeah, yeah, you destroy, you destroy them as hard, yeah, as bad as you can. You had, yeah. you had to hurt someone, bring them down to earth. So it was you. You broke Ron Jeremy. 
You made Ron Jeremy what he is today. <laughs> you know what? I weakened I weakened him up so he get caught. There you go. <laughs> I'm a fucking hero. This is frontier justice. That's what I do. I'm, I'm a fucking hero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official Unethical Podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it, have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.